<laughs> Big Dog, Voltalk, Matt Eichhorn, and Jordan Flegel. Um, what a time to be alive. What a time. What a time to be a pink motherfucker like me. Um, Jordan, I, I don't. I don't think you have. I mean, you're you're not the the tannest guy in the room uh, most, most times. But I think when I, when you were when we're in the room uh, together, you would look. You've got a pretty dark complexion because uh, you know this, this weekend I really decided to enjoy the beautiful weather that we finally Good. were given, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty burnt to a crisp, uh, top to bottom. Um, and no, for everyone wondering, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna turn into a tan. It's just gonna turn <laughs> into less pale, and I won't get as badly burnt. But I will get burnt again. Um, but yeah, I don't think you really have that much of a problem with being burnt. So, uh, you know, I, I shout out to all my pasty folks out there, but yeah, it's a, it, the, the summer is a beautiful time, but it, it's a struggle for people like me. Yeah. No, believe me, Matt, I, I get burnt too. I, I actually, I was burnt a few weeks ago. Like it started early cause I'm working outside so much. So I think yep. I just got yep. a head start on a lot of people. Um, but, uh, yeah, even yesterday, my no, my nose is killing me today. Uh, for all our mm-hmm. listeners, it's a little, uh, a little redder than usual. I also was outside, Matt. I fully swam in the lake with actually a group of people uh, this time. I, I think I mentioned I swam before, but that was kind of a uh, an in and out thing. Ice cold. Still brought them in. Still, still very cold, but uh, it's great. It's, it's warming up slowly. Um, by the time you and the boys get out here, it's gonna be it's gonna be mm-hmm. like a, it's gonna be like a hot tub, baby. It's gonna be great. But uh, and, fine with me, man. And I, th- I think a lot of people are outside. I think it's Memorial Day weekend, or that, that's what it was, right? Was that not what it was yep. in the states? I think that's uh, you know, uh, not 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 really a holiday here in Canada, but we uh, we still lived it up. It was great. We salute to the troops <laughs> who died in the service. Don't. Jordan dies in her service. <laughs> okay. um, but to move on, everybody, um, of course. We're gonna lead the show off. It's it, it's gonna be a hot start here. We're not we're not playing any games here. The <laughs> NBA Finals are fucking set. Uh, Seventy eight episodes. We started all the way back uh, previewing each team in the NBA, and now we're finally here, just where everyone thought we would be: Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, NBA Finals. Everybody everybody knew that was what, that was what it was gonna be, but um, no, yeah. It's a uh, if you if you if you made that prediction going into the uh, the NBA season, if you made that bet, you're you're probably looking pretty right now. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a it, it's it's a great finals matchup. I think that this probably is the the two best teams that uh, we could possibly be getting here. Um, but before we preview that matchup, we're gonna still go and review uh, this crazy game seven that was kind of all over the place, Jordan. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think in in the long terms of things, when I watch this game. And again, I rewatched uh, all the highlights and everything this morning. The Heat really could have won this game yeah. if it wasn't for them starting so slow in that first quarter. Yeah, they yeah. probably could have taken this game. Um, and and the, there's a number of factors that go into that. But we kind of touched on it on Friday's episode. He proved us wrong. He was great uh, on, on uh, in Game Six. But Kyle Lowry, I'm not really sure what uh, the next step is for him. I'm not sure what his role is with the Heat. I mean. When you think about it, he sure he's a totally great culture fit, system fit, everything he does, he fits in well with the team. But uh, the play is isn't there, um, and I think the biggest indicator I seen from this was Al Horford's barreling down the lane. Kyle Lowry gets in his uh, you know his vintage uh, charge stance, and then he moved out of the way. He sidestepped the charge. He wouldn't take it from yeah. big man Al Horford, and that's 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 a little concerning to me because he uh, he's never ever done that, and uh, I. I 
that that worries me more than him, you know, not really having a great shooting night. I believe he started off over five or over six in this one too. So, yeah. um, not uh, not his finest game seven performance, but uh, you know, he he did he did put together a little bit of a, a productive stretch down the uh, the end of the game. But um, you know, Lowry again, uh, you know, with Bam and Jimmy playing as well as they did, you got if you're the third option, you're getting paid over thirty million. You got to play like you're getting paid thirty million. That was uh, that was an eight million dollar performance. Yeah, well, I mean, even just think about it, like, Tyler Hero technically played in this game, but basically not. Yeah. I think it was seven minutes. Did he even score? Yeah, I didn't even score the ball. Um, and, uh, like, you know, you, you get your normal production from him, you know, 100%. If you're the Heat, you can say to yourself that you could have won this game. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what I was saying, too, about uh, in last pod about Kyle Lowry. If you are expecting him even to be your third option, that's a bit of a stretch. Like, you got... Butler in there and Bam, they both did their thing, as you said. But yeah, you get 15 to 25 points from Hero in there, which you can you know reasonably expect. Oh, yeah. uh, then you're you're set, and and Kyle Lowry's 15 uh, is just more of a throw-in rather than you know a number that you think sh- you know kind of should be higher if if you're expecting him to be that sort of third third option on offense. Um, but I'm gonna zag a little bit, Matt. I thought Kyle had actually a really good game, and especially down down the stretch of the game. Obviously, he didn't shoot it that well. Um, uh-huh. sort of overall, and he definitely came on later, and he could have had a few more assists, I thought. Like, I think uh, he, he, he was doing his, like, typical sort of hit-aheads, and he was moving the ball well, but I, I think he could have, you know, in his younger days, attacked a little bit more and, and kicked out For sure. uh, you know, yeah. more. And, you know, that's he's old. He's, he's dealing with injuries, and I get all that. But I, I thought down the stretch of the game, he made a lot of winning plays. Like, he drew that offensive foul on Marcus Smart where Marcus at the top yep, of the key, yep. wrapped around him. He did actually successfully take a couple charges, or, or at least he tried to. Uh, there was one that they reviewed, uh, and then it was a charge. Oh, no, that, I, I think that might have been Struess. But anyway, Struess and Lowry together took a whole, t- either took successfully or tried to take a whole bunch of charges through the end of the game. And I think it worked kind of throwing Boston off of their rhythm. Became it became a little bit more tentative. It was it was really tough for Boston to score. You know, towards the end of that game, it was like an 11-0 uh, heat run or something like that to get it back into it before it was cut to two. And then Jimmy takes that pull-up semi-transition three that would have given them the lead yep. and bricks it. Um, but I, I just I, I get it. You know, Kyle definitely could have had a better game. And he, as as is always true with him, nothing sort of jumps off the page uh, at you when you're looking at his stats and. And you can point to little things he could have done better, but I thought in terms of you know what they needed at the end of that game, and even through the end of the third quarter where they were really trying to mount the comeback, they needed like the steady-handed point guard, uh, you know, like Kyle always has been, to just keep everybody together, you know, make make little winning plays. He had, uh, I think, late in the third quarter, he had that sort of roving shot where he got up in the air and banked it, and it was a foul on Tatum. He had that sort of and mm-hmm. one, that leaner. Then he, he hit he hit uh, kind of in the fourth uh, mid range sort of right around the foul line kind step of leaning step step back shot and he even got in and I think he scored he like like he used to do in his Toronto days kind of barreled in like a bowling ball and got a layup at the cup in the in the fourth yeah, on, yeah. on Grant Williams just you know with brute strength and kind of surprising the defense like he was doing his little Kyle Lowry thing so I I was just. I, I guess too. I'm more impressed with him knowing how bad he was in, in a couple games in this series, and like how he was, sure, you know, yeah. basically scoreless. Uh, you know, through the first part of the series, like playing uh, 
we, we were saying, and a lot of people were, just don't even play him, just play Gabe Vincent. So, like, from that perspective, I, I just thought he had a, a pretty impressive game, all things considered. But, you know, I... He, he, he shouldn't be void of criticism. Like, he, there, there, there are things he needed to do better. Um, but, yeah, that for me, that's honestly just the biggest story. Whether or not you um, fully believe in Miami as the team is sort of constructed, a uh, very, very defensive identity. You have Jimmy Butler, who you're kind of counting on to be that A-plus type of player in the playoffs, which, uh, incredible game six, uh, you know, that we'll, we'll need to talk about uh, a little bit here, too, like, to go in there and have 47 points in, in you know on the road in Boston that was I, everyone joked about you know LeBron James isn't coming he's not going to have his 40 45 and 15 game and Jimmy Butler you could argue out outdid him like with with you know the assists numbers that he yeah. put up and the way he dominated that game so you know uh, just just a short tangent on that but like the the heat you know they they have Jimmy Butler whether or not you think that's enough that's fine you know they they have Bam they have Kyle whether you think Kyle is too old, whether Struess is you know good enough of a role player, yada yada yada, they were here. They were right in this game with the Celtics without Tyler Hero, who was yeah. uh, I, I believe their second leading scorer all year. Like he that that's that's uh, a, a real sort of um, you gotta give credit to the Heat and the quote unquote Heat culture and the way that Spo coaches up his guys and the way that. This team, like uh, a bunch of old guys who we thought were done, we said they were limping to the end of the series, and they literally were, go in there and they win a tough closeout game in Boston to bring it back to Miami. And, yeah. and like you said, could have won. The, and if that Max Struess 3 wasn't randomly waved off, uh, you know, taken away five yep. minutes yep. after um, on some weird review, which I always, I never get who like triggers those reviews. Um, but. Like, Adam Silver. Yeah, he's he's just watching for any any little fucking and and I mean I, I I'll get you you'll uh, provide your take on it too, Matt. But I wonder if you think Struce stepped out of bounds too, because that was like the old Dwayne Wade one where his like heel was kind of out of bounds, like. But his shadow was out of bounds for his sure. His shadow for sure, and it looked like honestly, it looked like he probably did touch it. But you could make the argument, you know, his heel didn't actually come down. But anyway, like to to, I think in our last part, I, w- I was saying I just wanted a close game. I wanted a good game. I wanted it to go to game seven, and I actually feel I feel satisfied with this game. I thought it was exciting. I thought it was close enough down the stretch yeah. that I could sort of root for either team. And uh, you know, all credit to Boston. I'm sure we'll get to them too. I was just. At the end of the day, just impressed with Miami's heart um, and, you know, the way they were able to fight and, like I said, almost win this game uh, without mm-hmm. their second uh, most dangerous offensive weapon. I was just really impressed by them. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think, yeah, game six and seven almost salvaged the, the yeah, dumpster yeah. fire that the series really, really was uh, up for through the first five games. Um, I get, again, I guess game three, not horrible. Um, but yeah, it was it was more of an old school series, you know, a lot more low yeah. scoring. You didn't have uh, these these one one twenty to one thirty uh, box scores at the end of the night. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, Tyler Hero being out was was a huge loss, um, especially offensively. Um, yeah. you know, as I'm saying here, like uh, he he really was their, one of their only go to bucket getters. Everybody else is kind of a system score. Yeah. There's not a lot of ISO guys that they have, um, and even Jimmy like. Uh, Jimmy can get buckets at will. He's great, one of the best players in the NBA. But he's still not like a guy you give him the rock and let him go and do his thing. He's kind of you need you need to set him a screen, get a yeah. get some off ball movement, and uh, you know that that's amazing. Like, you still need to be a good off ball scorer as well. But um, you know they don't have a lot of guys that can just grab the rock and make something out of nothing. Um, and I think that kind of shows in Jimmy Butler's uh, you know late game shot taking there. Yeah, he's. That that shot, I do, I kind of go back and forth with myself on shots like that. Yeah, I think that's it's one of those kind of situations where if it 
misses, then bad news. But if it falls, then it's great, and everyone's going to think he, he had a, it was a great shot selection because yeah. at the end of the day, he's bringing it over the timeline. He pulls up right nobody's near him yeah he's wide open i just think that they shouldn't have rushed it he had i think what 20 seconds left or something close to it might have been a little bit less 15 seconds yeah uh to, to move the ball around find the transition and they didn't need the three even no uh no, no. I, like he could have he could have just drove it into the lane trying and taken a foul yeah. or something the the whistles were really uh were really blowing here so i don't really i'm, I'm kind of confused yeah on uh you know what what why that was the shot he wanted to take but i mean in the heat of the moment uh, and you're dribbling through the lane, like, uh, you're dribbling up uh, across half court, pardon me, uh, and, you know, you've got the chance to go to the NBA Finals at the end of one shot, yep. and it's a shot that, you know, he probably makes a hundred times a day, yep. uh, and, and this one just happens to, you know, kind of, as you said, brick off the front, um, and I think that also makes it look worse, like Max Struess, uh, at the end of the game, he, he chucked up one, and it rattled out, and, yeah. uh, you know, there was only two seconds left anyways, but, uh, it was a uh, you know a, a tough one to see uh, not totally drop, um, but yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I, I'm I'm still pretty pretty happy with you know all things considered how the series went how the Heat fought back and uh, you know uh, kudos to them. Um, but yeah, to, to talk about the Celtics too, I mean Jason Tatum winning the first ever Larry Bird MVP, um, yeah. you know which you could argue that he didn't uh, that maybe you know could have been a Jalen Brown or an Al Horford uh, yep. taking that one. Um, I know Jalen or Jason Tatum averaged about 25, 10, and 8 in the series. Jalen Brown was around 24, 7, and uh, 7 and 3 or something. Uh, so he yeah. did a little bit less. Uh, it might have been, it was less than 8 assists, actually. It was like more like 6 or 7. I, I, I don't know. I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. have to go back and pull out that exactly for the, for the conference finals. But, um, you know. As far as it goes, uh, you know, I think you could make the argument that you know Jalen Brown had a lot more of an impact on both ends of the ball, especially defensively. I, I think I thought he did a really great job uh, in the, in the first half of the series. Obviously, Jimmy Butler kind of got away on them yeah. uh, a little bit at the end, um, but uh, for the for the most part, before that, I think Jalen Brown and, and of course Al Horford were were amazing and have been throughout uh, pretty much the entire playoffs. Uh, but it, all in all, I mean, Jason Tatum, uh, he he did really put on for his team. He really uh, you know showed that he can he can be that superstar that takes him to the finals and uh, you know I actually saw and pardon me for not knowing who said it but uh, there was I, I saw a good point today made uh, on, on Twitter that if Tatum does beat the Golden State Warriors maybe this will be the most impressive uh, you know kind of solo playoff run since uh, Dirk Nowitzki in 2011 because he'd be going through Kevin Durant he'd be going through Giannis yeah. he'd be going through Jimmy Butler and then he'd be going through Golden State yeah yeah, and then he'd be going through Andrew Wiggins. Come on, say it, Matt. The, yeah, the, it's true. Wiggy world. The, the 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 boss. He's the boss level of you mm-hmm. know forwards in this league. Boss baby. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah, I I think that's a good point. Uh, initially when you said it, I was like, well, Kawhi's solo trip was was probably you know the more recent example of a you know really impressive one. But it's true when I'm thinking about it, he didn't like have those like heavyweights across position. I know he also went through Jimmy and through Giannis, but. Um, you know, no one on the Magic was really uh, up there, and in the finals, also against Golden State. You know, it's kind of a kind of a similar path that the Celtics have been yeah. on, like toiling mm-hmm. for all these years. Um, you know, being right there, not quite getting there, and then just just barely breaking through, kind of like the Raptors did in in 2019, and and facing the the same opponent in in Golden State, waiting on the other side. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think definitely, I think you know. As much as I would have loved to have seen my, my DPOY Al Horford uh, get get the first Larry Bird award, um, Jason Tatum's just so clearly like the best player on the Celtics, the most important player. Oh yeah, 
Um, yeah. And like I've just been so impressed with the way he's 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 kind of he's been more consistent since I kind of leveled that criticism at him. What was the did he have that one stinker game in this series? Was it this series he had like the Ten twelve points. or something? Yeah. Since then he hasn't really th- 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 there hasn't really been a problem with his scoring. It's all been you know pretty consistent for him. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And he not he, not efficient. I will say that very not efficient. That's true. That's true. And but I think you just. You know, it's kind of like you you just kind of sucked it up, uh, like with Kobe. Like you just kind of dealt with it. Yeah. You know, back yeah. like it, it's just it is what it is. He's still gonna put the points on the board. He's still not gonna be afraid to take the shots. So, uh, well, yeah, the the efficiency. I'm He's not. Got, he had the he had the Kobe uh, the honor to Kobe uh, sweatband on today yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, like apart from scoring, you know, he he rebounds the ball and he. He's one of the best playmakers on the team, which wasn't always true, and and now it is mm-hmm. like the the way he's able to find people, um, uh, you know, at, at sort of this stage of the season, even better than you know he's he's so much improved, um, literally just during this season, better than the first few months. Like he gets the ball out quicker, he knows when guys are cutting, he knows when to find shooters. Um, he's he's just so much so much better uh, in, in that respect, and that's really raised him in my mind to that sort of level with the other the you know the best forwards in the league um mm-hmm. and not to mention he brings it on the defensive end like that's he he 100 percent i think uh, at the end of the day deserved this award and uh like yeah jalen brown jalen brown i thought had a, a, a better series than i think people give him credit for because of all kind of the turnovers and then the you know times he would just kind of dribble into guys the amount of kind of offensive fouls or, or times the heat I, I think Spo just said if if Jalen Brown's dribbling just stand in front of him and fall down because he's going to look out of control and you know the officials are going to call it a charge like it, it, yeah what a weird narrative to have come up this late in your career in the know, conference finals and now everyone's like hey this guy literally can't dribble, dribble the ball yeah and it's weird because sometimes he looks completely in control going to the basket like he looks like when, when he, dri- he has kind of like a straight line and he doesn't have to make any sort of crossover move it's like oh yeah he's great um but uh you know shifting side to side you know his handle needs to get a little bit tighter so he's got to work on that you know uh whenever the offseason eventually comes for the celtics but um yeah like there there was there was great performances i thought marcus smart had a really underrated uh series too i thought you know mm-hmm. he, he was great when when he came back clutch in that free throws too. yes and you know hitting hitting threes as well like he did he doesn't shoot uh threes that efficient efficiently all the time like it was three per, three for ten but he makes he makes timely ones and kind of like the Tatum yep. situation. He's not afraid to do it. Sometimes he's too unafraid to shoot. Sometimes he shoots way more. For than sure, he yeah. Um, and that's always kind of been an issue for him. I mean, I think he shot the most. Yeah, he shot more times than uh, than Tatum in this game. He shot 22 to Tatum's 21. So so there you go. That's that's the kind of pick your poison with with Marcus Smart. You get you know all, all of his hustle plays and all of his great energy and his defense and his leadership. But you know he's gonna. He's gonna shoot you out of some games every now and then, but I think he's been just really important for them, uh, especially through the playoffs as he's embraced um, and really taken over that you know point guard, that leader role. And and you can see that when he misses games, they they really need him in that lineup uh, to look their best. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean the Celtics, we both picked them to win in six. I, I thought they were the better team in this series mm-hmm. for sure. I thought yeah. it was kind of yeah. similar to the. Uh, the Raptors series in the bubble against Boston, where Boston was so close to being up 3-0, uh, and then OG hits the you know incredible three from the corner with 0.5 seconds left. Eat that taco. The, the Raptors, uh, you know, crawl back into the series. They really had no business being in, um, and that's kind of how how I felt about Miami. Just you know some heroics from Jimmy Butler. Kyle Lowry. 
And exactly, yeah, Kyle. He probably had flashbacks, man. The helicopters were flying overhead. Charlie's are in the trees. He was probably really (laughs) panicking. I know. But, you know, the funny thing is, at the end of the day, you know, the Boston came out on top in in, in both of those situations. But, yeah, Kyle Kyle Lowry, if if I was that Celtics core, just watching him play the mind games and, you know, take these charges and... Uh, remember back in the bubble, he stuck his finger in Jason Tatum's little fucking armband uh, at the end of that oh, one yeah, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yep. just toying with him. But, yeah, it, I I think, uh, you know, I'm I'm still – I I think I said in last pod, and I still feel this way, I think Golden State generally I trust more, which is weird because Golden State was one of the teams I trusted the least through the playoffs, um, and I was always kind of expecting them to fail. But – Something about Boston, like, I really thought they were going to win that game six. And I know Jimmy Butler comes in and scores 47, but there's there's something about them. I, I don't, I'm, not fully, I'm not fully there where I know exactly how they're going to play. Like, like even though I, I have, you know, and I do give credit for Tatum to, for kind of turning around and, and being that consistent scorer through the back half of the series. The, you know, Golden State's got a lot of stuff they can throw at him. Um, you know, Draymond waiting on the interior and sort of being that disruptive presence. There's kind of a lot that the Golden State defense in general can can do to bother Boston's uh, scorers. So I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna lean still towards Golden State winning just because I, I they'll, they'll have the home court and they're they're just more experienced generally speaking. But um, you know, I'm I'm still impressed with Boston for pulling it out because it is tough to go, you know, on the road in a game seven and, and go and win a game. Um, and 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 they they had good composure down the stretch of the game, good shot making from Tatum too. And yeah, uh, yeah. So so I, I but I'm excited. I, I think it's gonna be a really really good final series. I don't know how you're feeling about it, Matt, but I I I kind of was like, ah, are these the, the the best two teams? I was really looking forward to my both of our picks of you know Boston versus Dallas, but I think. Boston, Golden State, there's a lot of star power on either side. Two really good sort of basketball cities and fan bases. Both buildings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. B- both buildings are going to be going wild. Um, You're so, saying the Warriors have a good fan base finally. That's a, that's improvement on your end. When, when we some got a lot of, of listeners in the California Oakland fans area. actually get, get, get let into the building <laughs> but, uh, yeah, in, in San Francisco, then, then they probably pump in the sound, though, still, too, uh, you, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. over there at uh, Chase Center. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's easy, too, to be really excited when you're fans when you have Steph Curry on your team because he's the most uh, sure. he does the most you know the, the the craziest shit on 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 a basketball court you know with the barrage of threes that they can rain down but yeah I'm I'm excited I'm excited I I was kind of like ah, I I initially I don't really love this matchup but I'm really excited about this matchup now Well Miami and Dallas you guys can go and play uh for for the third, bronze third if you if you would so like if you would so like yeah. if you so choose um but yeah let's officially get into it let's get our NBA finals prediction uh it's been a long long time coming can't wait to uh, see how this goes, we are going to try and get you guys an episode after every single game yep. uh, to get get those full recaps. Uh, the NBA was nice enough to consult with us, and we told them, hey, could you start uh, start game one, play it Thursday, we'll release the podcast Friday, and, and we'll game, bingo, bango, bongo. And game two, I, and, I talked uh, to them about game two, and also, because that's a Sunday, so we'll, we'll be out perfect, yep. on the Monday. I'm, they stuck to our schedule. My boy... Uh, Sylvie, uh, yeah, we had to hit him on the hot, on the on the on the, the Batman phone. Yes. Uh, make him let him know what was up. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's gonna be a tight one. I I think it's gonna be really close. Yeah. Uh, I think they're in in a way they're both very similar teams. I find. Yeah. Uh, because again, like obviously 
their leaders are coming in different, like uh, totally different roles uh, in, in the way that they do things. Both teams, I, I think, again, people underrate the Warriors' defense. Uh, they've definitely yep. got a strong defensive uh, team over there. Uh, maybe not quite as strong as uh, as Boston. They definitely don't have the yeah, names no. that Boston yep. does. Um, but, the, but they are a really sound uh, and fundamental defensive team. So I think... Again, it's probably going to be games where it's like again, kind of how the heat heat was uh, against Boston, where we're going to see like ninety to ninety four. Yeah. Uh, but then there's going to probably be a couple games where it's going to be like one hundred fifteen to one hundred twenty. But um, I mm-hmm. think that the first couple first couple games are, are going to be slow. Um, and Golden State is going to have all the advantages in the world because they've been there, they've done it, yeah. uh, they know exactly what they need to do. Um, whereas Boston, this is like they're. I think that first quarter is really going to be telling and indicative of how things can go in the series because Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown are going to be psyched. They are going to be freaking out. They are going to be all (laughs) over the place here. And that's not necessarily a bad thing if you have a young core like that, that they're ready to go and they're amped up uh, as long as they they, they can put it into a constructive way. But uh, we've seen it in the past with a lot of young players. Sometimes you finally get to that moment that you've been working towards, dreaming towards for for your whole career, and then you get there and the kind of the butterflies overwhelm you a little bit and yeah. uh, sweep you off your feet. So I'm uh, I'm interested to see how these guys can bounce into this game, and uh, you know again they'll they'll be having the home court advantage I believe uh, throughout yep. The, yep. the entire series. So uh, that that's going to be huge as well um, going down the stretch of this one. So we'll we'll see how this one goes. But um, Jordan, I mean. When I'm looking at this one, it's kind of funny because it's going to be, and this is kind of, a, again, like I'm not going to show my hand here, but I think the Celtics might actually have them have an advantage in this one uh, when it comes to skill set and personnel. Um, they've got the better front court. They've got the better bigs. I don't think, I think the size might be pretty tough. Like Kevon Looney has been, and not even being ironic, not joking, <laughs> has been a top, a top five center in this playoffs. I'm not wow, kidding. I'm nice. not kidding. I'm not kidding. You're leaving it, Jonas. Been as good. You're leaving off Jonas and Stephen Adams and and. Uh, well, they they didn't. They the first round guys don't count. You're leaving off Cam Birch. Round, I'm not counting. I can't yet. believe you forgot about. Well, Kem yes, Birch. I'm definitely leaving off Cam. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely leaving off Cam. Um, but yeah, I think if you uh, if you look at it like for what he's done, I mean, obviously he's not. Yeah, he was great. He was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's Last he's series. kept them in a lot of these games. Yeah, uh, and, and I think that you know he's as good as he is. I think Al Horford is. The bigger, better, more experienced version of him. Um, I, I think he's in every way going to be better, and I think it's going to be tough for him to match up with a guy like that. And then you got Robert Williams, who is super athletic, uh, and you know I think he's also uh, a little bigger than uh, Looney. I don't maybe not as long, but uh, you know I think when the front court battle comes down to it, uh, you know even Jason Tatum, he's taller than Kevon Looney. So I think yeah. that it's going to be tough for him to you know be able to stop all these guys in the front court. I think that the Celtics are in a position where they could really beat the Warriors up down low, and uh, you know they're they're going to have to do their Golden State Warriors uh, live and die by the three ball uh, kind of throwback performances because uh, uh, th- there's only so much you know that the, the Wiggins is going to be able to cover, and uh, same with Looney. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think it's going to be a great matchup of kind of slightly contrasting styles. Uh, I do agree. Yeah, Boston's you know for for maybe the first time in the playoffs well i guess they would have had this advantage in the net series for sure as well but have an advantage in that front court uh, like you're saying like they they've got uh actual big men that they throw out there whereas golden state doesn't really play any big guys like they play draymond mm-hmm. and and looney when they have to um but the the thing is like i 
Robert Williams is the most dangerous, you know, on offense when he's that kind of vertical threat, that lob threat, that, that sure. guy yeah, who's yeah. kind of uh, hanging out in the dunker spot, can offensive rebound, and can, uh, you, you know, smart, and, and, and Tatum and Brown can throw lobs to him when, when they're being thrown extra attention. The thing is, though, I, I don't know how much they're going to be able to take advantage of that with Draymond Green hanging out back there because he's one of the best, like, lob disruptors. That He's one of the best, like, staying in between the guy who's maybe going to take a floater and maybe going to lob it up to the guy behind him. He, he is, like, mm-hmm. he gets in guys' heads when they do that, and he's able to almost defend both the ball handler and Time Lord kind of at the same time. Like, that's how good he is. So I think if he's on, he's going to be able to neutralize at least some of that. Um, and then, you know... Al Horford, we'll we'll see. Honestly, Al Horford is going to need to, you know, if, if if I was coaching the Celtics, I I would tell him that he needs to spend some time in the series, like down on the block. Like we're going to literally need to dump it to oh, you, yeah. and you're going to have to go to work, like like this is 2015 Atlanta, and you're going to have to actually mm-hmm. just by yourself make some stuff happen down on the block. If like if he's matched up with Looney, he's got to take use his skill and take advantage of that. The other thing, though, I, I don't know uh, about from the Boston side is if, if Al Horford can do that or how much he can do that because I think that's one matchup they need to try to exploit. But the Celtics, let's not forget, just went through two grueling seven-game series, and Al Horford is, what, 40, 48 or, or, you know, some, some, some ridiculous yeah, around, there. around there. So, so you know, I, I think that's something they should go to, I, but I, I don't think they can do it as consistently as they would have liked, you know, if if, if Horford was a little bit younger. Um, so I, For sure. while yeah. I do think they have a front court advantage, I think Golden State has some ways to mitigate it. Um, but on, on both th- both sides, like I think the the biggest thing I'm looking out for is who is Golden State going to throw on Tatum and who is Boston going to throw on Steph? Because I think yeah, those two... I, I had that written down too. I think that's pretty well the like series that, decider at the end of the day. Yeah, like I, I would assume Marcus Smart starts on Steph, but you know that's a hell of a lot of just running around. Uh, just you know, You're basically just you know getting ready for a sort of a track meet. You almost can't do it just with one guy. You have to filter guys onto him. And, you know, Derek White, I'm sure, will get some some play. Um, they'll throw Jalen Brown or even Tatum on him at, at some point, I think. Maybe they'll throw Pritchard out there. Or maybe they'll... I think, I think Jalen Brown have, probably is the move. Yeah, uh, yeah. I really... I don't think that... I think Tatum's just a little too big. Yeah. Uh, to, to, and also, I don't think they're really going to want him to expend all of his, his energy on, uh, yeah. on defense. Uh, I, I think Jalen Brown's probably the move here. Everybody, we've said it before, don't get caught up with the Defensive Player of the Year uh, mantle for Smart. Yeah. Uh, we've... We've seen him get cooked one on one by the, the the creme de la creme of the NBA time and time again. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think playing Steph Curry in the NBA Finals is where you want to have uh, Marcus Smart on an island here. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much you're going to see Steph go off for 27 and eight every game if that happens. Yeah. Um, so maybe I don't know. Can they sign Delhi to a 10 day? They I don't need know. Him. Maybe that's they're not. Gonna, maybe that's illegal. They're going to need some. Well, yeah. The, the thing is too. Like I, I think Jalen. I think I totally agree with you. I think Jalen Brown uh, from a physical. Uh, standpoint is the the best guy like he's got the mix of some height to bother Steph because like mm-hmm. at the end of the day Marcus Smart if he's late on any sort of closeout uh, Steph can kind of just shoot over him like Steph's yeah. significantly taller than him um, and he's 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 never really locked down Steph in the past anytime they've met well, in the regular Steph season. he's he's always actively looked for those mismatches so he yeah. can have longer defenders on him. he loves like we've seen how, how the shot arc goes he likes shooting it over these big guys yeah yeah exactly and you know I think if Steph's on as good as this Boston defense is that's been sort of lauded and talked about as one of the best we've seen in a long time I think Steph there's I don't think there's anyone who's particularly 
well-versed in guarding Steph. And the reason I say that is because Jalen Brown, I think when he's locked in and he can lock eyes with you and he can get in his stance and he can start, you know, sort of defend you uh, in the middle of the court, I think he's great. But as an off-ball defender, he still makes a lot of mistakes, uh, like, uh, you know, at, at different points uh, in games. Like, he kind of falls asleep. Uh, and, and Steph does so much of his movement uh, you know, off the ball, running off screens, uh, you know, yep. split actions and all that stuff that, that Golden State likes to do. I think you you might see, you know, Jalen Brown kind of just be late and, and start coming at the matchup already at a huge disadvantage just because of all the sort of movement that, that the Warriors run Steph through uh, as part of that offense. And, you know, if uh, we'll see how well he can do, but, you know, we, we've seen other quote-unquote really good defenders great on-ball defenders be completely yeah. like flummoxed uh in that system kind of running around and and getting lost on you know draymond picks and and, and things like that so illegal I'm, or not yeah well yeah exactly and, and i'm i'm just yeah I, i'm curious to see how they do it i think it's going to be a really tough challenge maybe their toughest mm-hmm. so far i know they went through Giannis, but honestly i think they had more bodies to throw at Giannis. like you you can't throw uh you, you don't have al horford and grant williams and, and robert williams and these big guys to throw at steph you just have your kind of guards and and anyone under six three basically which i think is pray to god he misses yeah pray to god he misses and i think that sort of demographic of player is what boston is uh the thinnest mm-hmm. at you know, you've got basically yeah. smart pritchard white and brown uh and that's yeah. pretty yeah. much all you've got so whoever and unless you do go desperation mode and throw tatum on on uh curry for a little bit and hope sort of his his length bothers him but you know like you said i don't Mm -hmm. think that's that's probably the best move and then yeah on the other side like i'm assuming they give wiggins a go at tatum uh i think i think 100 percent that's the way they gotta go and and i'm i'm excited to see it i i have no idea how it's gonna go i mean but i will say though i think you know i i what do you think matt you think who's who's a harder person to guard luca or tatum uh, well, that's the thing. They're completely different guys to guard. Yeah, and I think for, for Wiggins, Luka was the better matchup for him because yeah, Luka isn't taking it into your face every play. Yeah. Wiggins likes guarding guys along the perimeter. Uh, he's not, even though he's an athletic guy, he's he's strong. I've said this many, many times. Again, I've watched him for years. Um, Wiggins is not the strongest willed guy. You can break him <laughs> mentally. You can. You can do it. And I think that Tatum will be able to do that at yeah. some point in the series. I think that you know he's he's going to be he's going to have the size advantage over Wiggins. Uh, he's going to take it right at him, uh, no remorse. And unless Wiggins is like gets a couple strips or a block or something at some point to really get his momentum up, uh, you know if Tatum can get uh, like. On, on decent shooting, you know, to 20 points uh, by the time the fourth quarter rolls around, then I think Wiggins will kind of mentally fold. And uh, But even even if he doesn't fold that way, and I'm just being a dick uh, about this, I think that if you have uh, Wiggins taking on the, the Tatum matchup for at least the first three quarters, maybe down the stretch, if it's close, you throw Draymond on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to kind of, because when the game slows down at the uh, in the fourth quarter, I think that Draymond can match up okay uh, with Tatum. I don't think he could cover him the whole game. Yeah. Uh, just based on, you know, the foot speed. Um, but I do think it, down the stretch, Draymond's probably the guy you want, uh, you know, trying to protect your lead or get you back into a game. Um, but that being said, I do think that the Warriors can feel pretty good uh, about you know how how Wiggins played uh, against Luca and then kind of take some of that momentum into uh, the this series as well. But uh, yeah, definitely a totally totally different uh, 
uh, yeah. matchup for Wiggins to, to have to, to figure out this assignment. But I, I think he's got a chance. I think he's got a chance to, to you know, get in, get in Tatum's head a little bit, but I think it's probably going to be uh, more the uh, the other way around. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see that matchup. I I, I agree. I think that's how they'll go. They'll they'll start it out um, that way at least. And uh, yeah, like it 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 will be really interesting too if uh, you know Wiggins can sort of hold Tatum in check. Uh, you know, do a decent enough job on him and have enough energy to be uh, you know a, a factor on the offensive end too. Because I they, mm-hmm. they're going to need him to score as well. Like because. You know, Boston has great defensive schemes. They they talk really well. Even if they don't have one guy that can match up with Steph perfectly, you know that, you know, Ime is going to have a sort of group defensive plan for how to deal with Steph. And that's always, you know, no matter what it is, there's going to be a lot of other guys on Golden State who are going to have open shots, um, you know, when, when Steph, uh, you know, passes the ball out of double teams and, for and sure. out of crowds. So. Andrew Wiggins uh, is going to be a X factor on the defensive end, but also on the offensive end, and it's probably not even going to be that much about him like driving and breaking guys down and dunking on people. You know, if he does that, that's great too. But it's going to be a lot of him having an open shot that he's just got to hit. So he, you know, he, I think yeah. he's going to be tested as a shooter, um, and I think you know he's steadily improved over his career at doing that. Um, and you know, he's he's a guy who's good at attacking like kind of uh, shaky closeouts too. So you know, the ball gets swung to him. Uh, whether he does hit that shot or you know attack attacks a swinging defense, uh, like we've said all along, Boston's got a really good you know they, they recover really well. They've got good help inside, uh, so it's it's going to be a tough series for Wiggins. But uh, I think like in a good way. I think if he rises to the occasion, uh, I honestly think he might be like the X factor in this series again, which is fucking no, insane. For sure. Like it's it's crazy. And I also think you know number one overall pick you got to respect him. You do, you do. And you're you're uh you got a lot of money riding on him as a finals MVP, a lot. Yeah, actually holy fuck, I got to put that bet in. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> um, I'm sure I am going to look up the odds right now. You you keep going, okay, but I'm going to okay. look up the odds yeah, right I'm now curious. and I'll let everyone know how much I'm going to throw down. I'll, I'll do that right now, semi live because oh, you'll be listening okay. to it after I do it, but um but I think Clay is going to be really tested in this series too defensively because, you know, whoever Boston does throw, you know, if Wiggins is on Tatum, someone's got to guard Jalen mm-hmm. Brown. I don't think it's going to be Steph. Uh, I I think Gary Payton is supposed to be back uh, for the finals. Uh, I think that's the latest reporting, which is great. You know that the, the for for the Warriors to have another defender that they can throw out there, but uh, he doesn't always bring you everything you need on the offensive end. So you know we'll see how much Steve Kerr goes to him. Um, but I think. Mm-hmm. Ideally, he would like Clay out there, you know, along with uh, Wiggins and Steph and Draymond and whoever that that fifth guy is. Uh, but I think Clay's really going to be tested more than he has this entire run on how he can move his feet defensively and if he can even yeah, resemble yeah. that that old Clay who could lock down almost any anybody on the perimeter because they really need that from him almost even more than his shot making. I I, I know he's gonna you know uh, he's gonna kind of be up and down like he has been through the through the through the entire playoffs and through this whole year. He'll have some nights where he'll shoot well and others where where not so much. But I think defensively they're they're really gonna need him. So you know we'll 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 see how he looks. I think there's kind of a lot of different mm-hmm. ways that the series can go. Um, but yeah, on the Boston side, you've just gotta hope that you can handle Steph enough to sort of be in these games and that Brown and Tatum. Like, like like I said, I think, you know, a bunch of times in the last series that they can have good games at the same fucking time. That, the, that those guys can each be sure, yeah, have yeah. efficient, well-scoring uh, or high-scoring nights at the same time while containing Steph to at least to a degree. I think Boston has a chance to win. But 
to be honest, in my mind, that's that's a lot to ask for Boston. I think I think Boston has a much smaller margin for error, uh, considering Golden State's been here before so many different times. And I think Steph has more of a bag in terms of what he can do to Boston's defenders rather than what Tatum can do to you know a a, a pretty solid team defense that the Warriors have. Um, so. Uh, I, 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 I'm giving the edge to Golden State, but I, I can, there are things that Boston can do uh, to be in this series and even win it. Um, but I gotcha. but my I think my uh, my yeah, I, I definitely believe in the Warriors more initially starting out. but I, uh, like you said about the first quarter, the first game I think will say a lot uh, you know about how oh, the, rest yeah. of the series Big is time. gonna go. Big time. Um, and I think it'll be pretty evenly, evenly matched and yeah, I even, you know, we talked about last last series, you know, the Heat, the Celtics, as being a really good defensive series. Throughout the year, these two teams had, uh, I, I, as far as I know, I know Golden State was number one for the first half of the season, but they both have really, really good defenses. Like, they're both, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they've got offensive star power too, but they both have really, really smart team defenders. You know, obviously the the Golden State sort of led by Draymond, and on the other side, you know, Smart and, and Horford and, and Williams and, and Tatum, basically, you know, they're, they're top seven guys. Uh, you know, the, there's just going to be amazing defenses on either side. I don't think that's being talked about, about as much because you've got, you know, the, the, the no offensive, defense, offensive, offensive power, firepower of Steph and Tatum and all these guys, but it's going to be a really good defensive series too. But um, 100%. And, and I'm going to wait to get my prediction until I hear yours, Matt. I, I, I want to hear right, yeah, you well, first off, I'd just like to let everyone know um, that the odds makers are fools, uh, which is what every, uh, every mm-hmm. D-gen like myself uh, loves to hear. Um, Andrew Wiggins, plus 3,300 <laughs> oh, to win finals MVP. So you throw down 10 bucks, you're getting uh, 340 back, boys. So uh, for everyone listening, uh, let's ride this wave with me. Come on, I'm putting down – I might put down – I might just put down a measly twenty bucks, maybe maybe ten. Uh, you yeah. know, take home if I if I take home three hundred bucks, I'm pretty happy with that. Plus, Wiggins uh, gets a, a a truly deserved Finals MVP. I don't see why not. Yeah, um, but, it actually uh, my could fun- happen. The fun, the, the it, this is the funniest part of this whole thing. Like this is the best prediction I've ever had. I gotta <laughs> ride it. Actually, could happen. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. That's why I told you. That's why you sit on takes, everybody. Anyone listening right now that's uh, trying to learn anything from the big dogs, uh, sit on your takes. Don't back <laughs> down until uh, they finally come to fruition. Because, uh, again, if Wiggins never made it to the finals, I'll just say uh, he was never in a, a place to win, uh, which was true because he played for Minnesota for, like, seven seasons. <laughs> um, so to, to, to give you my final pick here, <sighs> NBA Finals, Golden State Warriors, Boston Celtics, the old guard facing the new guard, uh, I think Steph Curry's pretty much just holding it down for all the old heads here. And if uh, if the Warriors win, then uh, the, it's still their league. LeBron, you're okay, man. You're still the king. <laughs> but if Jason Tatum wins, Luka Doncic is going to come over, uh, and they're going to you know dap it up, and it's over. It's going to be a totally new generation, new wave taking over the NBA. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to see. I think the Boston Celtics wow. are going to take this one. Seven games. Oh, in gonna seven? going to be a classic. But in Boston, it's gonna go down. They're gonna win it. It's Wait, Matt, be, if it's everyone's seven, gonna be crying. If it's seven, it's Golden State. No, Boston's got the home court advantage. No, Golden State. Are you got sure about it. this? You no, sure Matt. about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Wait. still taking them at seven. <laughs> Matt, I'm telling you, it doesn't you. change my opinion. Yeah, Golden State. It'd just Golden, be a little more sad. Golden State. We've seen the Warriors lose on their their court before. <laughs> Golden State, yeah, Golden State will have the home court advantage. Just, uh, I know I was a little bit confused about it too, Matt. Don't worry. Uh, and for all, all our listeners, Golden State will have the home court. Um, okay, so so you're sticking with it, Boston seven. Sticking with it, though, Boston seven. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah. All right. 
You've given yours. Um, I think it's going to be a long series too. I think I think both of these teams have a lot of pride. It I, won't go under six. It no, won't go I don't under think six. so. I, that, that'd be really. But we shocking. said that about we said that about Dallas, and we we we, we, yeah. we almost never go. We always like to we always like to predict long. <laughs> I know, I know, but genuinely, I, I, I even more so. I think this one will go long, and I'm I'm just mm-hmm. trying to go. I'm, I'm going between six and seven. I'm gonna will it into existence, you know, and, and it'll be fun. We maybe we can put some money on this too, because I'm going seven games too. But I think uh, Golden Ooh. State's gonna pull it out. Jeez, well, what do you what do you want to say here? Do you want we we, we did our fifty dollar bet during the regular season? Uh, I don't I don't know if you want to put fifty bucks up, but uh, how about how about twenty bucks, man? Yeah, twenty. Well, gentleman's wager, but twenty so, bucks. So we'll we'll just uh, I mean, and, and the game seven I guess doesn't really matter. I'll just put twenty on the Warriors, and uh, and and you've got the Celtics winning uh, at, at some point in the series. But but you know, hopefully hopefully it does go to game seven, but for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm 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 good to put twenty bucks on the Warriors. Hell yeah. There you go. You heard it. So uh, we're 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 house divided now. We are Celtics and Warriors. But uh, you know what? That that that's all right. Uh, let us know. At Big Dog Ball Talk, who you guys got uh, got in the finals here? Uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you want to let us know on. Uh, you know, give us a ring, let us know uh, who you think is going to get a ring because uh, it's it's really coming down to the wire here. There's no no time to waste. Yep. And uh, when you're hearing from us next on uh, Friday's podcast, we will be recapping Game One. Hopefully, going to be a barn burner, uh, something yep. that we are going to be uh, having lots to talk about. And uh, you know, we really ran long on this one, so we're uh, we're going to be wrapping it up here. But we will uh, be having a lot of uh, other news you know, to to break down as well uh, afterwards of uh, after Game One. Yep, but uh, yep. you know, everybody stay tuned for that. And uh, whew, it's the finals. This is what we live it's for here. here. This it's is, here, baby. Uh, this is. This is what we've been talking about for for almost eighty episodes, and yep. if you've been rocking with us since uh, the beginning, if you just started uh, in the playoffs, uh, we just want to say thank you again for uh, all your support, tuning in, and uh, you know keep recommending us out there to your friends and family. Uh, rate us five stars, or, or give us two. But uh, again, at Big Dog Ball Talk, you got to let us know what we suck at before uh, we're gonna yep. even even validate that uh, that kind of a uh, piss poor rating. True. But uh, for for Big Dog Ball Talk, it's Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel, and as my good friend Jordan always says. Uh, if you play with fire, you might get burned, Matt. Uh, and that's, yeah, what, that's what you do with me on the court. You play with fire, and I fucking burn you every no. time. You're like, oh, I'm going to try and steal it from Jordan. Boom. I'm around you. I've dunked on your head. Which is, yeah, but that's the funny thing is, man, they, they don't call me Matty Ice for nothing. Because <laughs> I, I, can, I, can cool, I can cool the flame, man. It doesn't matter. It's, uh, I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it uh, cold. I'm, I'm, I'm the real uh, ice in the veins. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, Russell got that from me, man. Yeah. Um, Matt's too good. I can't. I can't sneak one by him. He's got. A, he's got a, 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 a retort to everything. My God, Matt, you're amazing, man. I'm like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Sting like a butterfly. Is that what it is? Something like that. Cool.